this beautiful prayer that we hear quoted in today's Gospel of Luke as we celebrate the Assumption is, is called the, the Magnificat or the Canticle of Mary. Uh, and indeed, it's such an important prayer that the church, the church prays it every single evening for night prayer. Every priest and every religious will pray that prayer every single night as they close their night prayer. And if you are reading the Give Us This Day book that we have, it's on the inside back cover. Um, and so this is a very familiar uh, prayer and, and song, and, and it is a beautiful one. To un- but to understand the significance of it, we need to break it down, understand what, what it is like. So just understand where, like remember, this is part of the visitation. Mary is now gone to visit Elizabeth. So understand the context is always super important. Now, remember what has happened to Mary. Mary's life has been turned upside down. She's a 16-year-old, was betrothed to Joseph. An angel appears to her and tells her that she is now pregnant by God. And an angel tells her that you are to to bear the Son of God. And uh, she asks, uh, exactly what was that, did you say? You can imagine, you know, right? What was that? And, um, and it was repeated, and, and she gives a, a beautiful prayer uh, at that moment, inner confusion. And then, just bear in mind all of the happenings. Her whole life was turned upside down, and yet, and yet her response was, let it be back then. Let it be done to me according to your word. And now she is walking, like this would have been a walk, several mile walk to go to visit her cousin who is also pregnant by an extraordinary means. And so you can only imagine the confusion for a 16-year-old, like regardless of how like, chosen you might think she is by God, it has got to be really hard and confusing. And yet, in the middle of that, what does she do? She has this prayer of thanksgiving and praise and a prayer of joy. Now, what's really important for out of this is that she had no, well, for us to understand, is she had no answers. Like, she didn't get a full explanation from God as to why all this was going to happen and how it was happening. But this was, this was a pure act of faith. And out of it, she is grateful and she is joyful. Now, there's a reason why we hold up Mary as the exemplar, the, the best example of be, how to be a disciple, because we consider her the first disciple of Jesus, because she not only bore Jesus, but she followed Jesus from the very first moment of his first miracle to his last miracle, and was at the foot of the cross. So if we're ever looking to how to be a follower of Jesus, a follower, not just an admirer, not just a a friend, but a follower, one who follows where Jesus goes, then we always look to Mary, because that's what we want to do. We want to follow where she went, and of course, that's what we celebrate today, the assumption that we want to follow that same path. So let's break it open a little bit, because I think this, there's really some powerful, uh, what is it that she does in this prayer, that's self-evident in this prayer that we have to acknowledge? First of all, she's very aware that she doesn't know. So she doesn't pretend she knows. She accepts. 
What does she accept? She accepts the invitation of the angel to do the Lord's will. And she does ask a question, so don't think asking questions is wrong. She asks that question, and then she still accepts the invitation. And it is in there that she recognizes her humility. She recognizes her lowliness, right? Humility. She accepts where she's at. She does not know, and that she's a lowly servant, but she's still going to follow Jesus. She's going to follow the Lord's commandment. And also as part of this, now she becomes grateful. And she says that the Lord has blessed me. And out of that gratitude and recognition of God's love for her, she then becomes joyful. And that's what this prayer is all about. Now, why do I bring that up? Because I think that's a great model for all of us. What if we wrote our own canticle? The canticle of Brendan, the canticle of Colleen, the canticle of Mary, the canticle of Jen. Whatever it is, this is our canticle that we, without fully understanding everything, without having the answers to everything, that in the midst of our present moment that we're willing to be a person of faith that says, yes, I am grateful and I am willing to be full of joy. Now, it's not so straightforward. It requires of us to to pause and to be centered and to then also be humble and look at our lives and recognize how blessed we really are. Now, I'm not saying for a moment that we don't have troubles. I'm sure we do. I'm sure we all have aches and pains and we all have suffering of some sort. And admittedly, some of us more than others. Some of us are really struggling with ill health. And, and, and I understand that that's hard. But here's the part. Even in the midst of that, God is with us. That God is with us no matter whether we are sick or whether we are well, whether we are rich or whether we are poor, whether we have all things going our way or whether it seems like everything is swimming against us. You see, God is with us all the time. And that's what Mary God. I'll give you an example. We get caught up in our world and we forget how blessed we are. Like, like for a moment right now, right, we're in the middle of the Delta variant, and I know that's deeply disturbing and frustrating for many of us after so long. But also, let's look at the blessings. We have the vaccination. Every one of us have access to this vaccination that protects us from the worst component of this. An incredible blessing that feeds of humanity that to have invented a vaccination in such a short period of time. What a blessing. And, and that becomes our blessing. That's what we hold on to. And yes, do we still have to wear a face mask? Still we have to do some inconvenience? Yes, we do to protect others from it who are not able to, the youngest of them especially. So, so and I understand that we may have problems and suffering, but look at the goodness that is in our life. Let me give you another example. My, I, 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 in my previous parish, uh, we had a, a mission trip that we used to take to Nicaragua every year, similar to the way you take a mission trip to um, Tijuana here. Uh, we would regularly send about 100 people down to Nicaragua during the summer, uh, and everyone would come back, without exception, without exception, transformed. And you know what the most transformative part was was not the work we did, 
or, or the money we gave, but the experiencing of the people we met. And here's what the reality was, is that when we entered into their world, which is what the whole mission trip is about, is we were, they had so little. They would have a, a dirt floor. Uh, oftentimes, their, their, their walls were made of uh, stones and, and, and mud and sticks and stones and, and then roof galvanized. If they were lucky, they might have a brick, but oftentimes, they had no running water, and, and they did have electricity uh, for them, uh, but they had so little. And here's what was always amazing. The one common phrase we heard from people who came back from the mission trip. He says, they have so little, but they are always so happy. And when we come back here, the realization was we have so much and we seem to be so unhappy. And I think that is not because we have so much, but because we don't look at what we actually do have. That, that, that what we actually are, I am blessed by so much in so many ways. And so here's what I ask of you. Can we write our own Magnificat? Can we write our own Canticle? And, and, and maybe you don't write it down officially. If you could, I think that'd be a great exercise. But can we write it down at least in our own mind? Is what am I grateful for? that is already here without understanding, understanding that God has the last word and we don't understand what is happening in our lives all the time. But can we do what Mary does and be grateful and to recognize God's blessing in our life with all its problems, with all its weirdness and all the stuff that goes on, to be grateful and to be joy-filled for what God gives us today, the canticle of our own lives. That's how we celebrate the Assumption today.